Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Healing School. As I have said so many times, I'll say it again this morning, and I'll continue to say that Healing School is the place where people come to hear and be healed. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, everything starts with a seed. And the Bible says in Luke, I believe it's chapter 8 and verse 11, that the word of God is a seed. You are hearing, are you going to hear this word of God today? But don't just let it go in your ears. Let the seed of this word drop down in your heart. Hold on to it. No matter what, hold on to it. Let me tell you, it works. It's a law. Jesus said, by his stripes, you were healed. The scripture also says that God, who cannot lie. Well, if God cannot lie, and he said, by his stripes, you were healed, guess what? You are. Even though your body is trying to tell you something different, let me ask you this right now. Whose report are you going to believe? You see, dear friends, I was there. I said I was there. Helpless. Hopeless. All I ever got from preachers was God did this to you. God made you blind. Well, I wasn't saved, but I wasn't crazy either. I never believed that. So if God did this to me, well, we don't stand a chance there. There's no chance. But you know what? God didn't do this to me or to you. He don't have you sick trying to teach you a lesson. No. No, it's not true. Don't receive that. Drop that today. And let's hear the word of God and go ahead and be healed. Amen? Today, we are talking about a powerful subject. And I want you to pay attention to words. Get your Bibles, get pen and paper, or whatever device that you're going to be using for your notes. And get ready to dive off into the word of God. We are talking about what have you done with love? Somebody said, well, what does love have to do with healing? Everything you're going to see. Good morning, Prophet. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We're so excited that you're here this morning. Praise God. Amen. All right, we can begin. What have you done with love? Part one. A new kind of love was brought into the world by Jesus. As we understand this new kind of love, we realize there never was any love before. Mm. The thing we have called love has been sex 
attractions. Mm -hmm. In heathen countries, there is no love. It is mere sex attraction, hardly higher than that seen in the animal world. But Jesus brought in a new kind of love. The Greek word has been translated charity in our Bibles. It should never have been translated. The Greek word should have been evangelized, agape, with an explanation. When we are born again, we are born in love. That's right. <clears throat> we, are we, have born, we are born in what? In love. What love? That agape love. The love of God. Remember John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That's the love that we were born into. That love is not a selfish love. You're going to find out today. All right. We have found out that God is love. And so the new birth is the impartation of this nature of the father. Yes. We become children of love. Mm -hmm. It is a love family into which we have been born. That's right. Paul speaks this way in Romans 5, 5. The love of God has flooded our spirits. Mm. absorbed us, taken us over. This love nature is the law of the new creation. John 13, 34 through 35 says, a new commandment I give unto you that you love agape one another. Yes. Even as I have agaped you, that you also agape one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love, which is agape, one to another. Wow. It was to be the stamp, the brand, if you please, that should differentiate us from the world, folks. Paul said, I bear brand on my body, the marks of Jesus. Yes. He meant the scars and wounds that had been given to him in his persecutions. But the believer bears the marks, the brand of love upon his spirit. That's right. Romans 12, 5 and 6 says, that every man, when he comes into the family, has a measure of faith given him. He is to cultivate that faith and develop it. Mm -hmm. The same thing is true in regards to the new kind of love. When you come into the family, a measure of that love is given to you. That's it right. comes with a new nature the love nature. This love nature must be developed as you develop your faith life. Mm. 
as you give love, freedom to grow and act as it naturally should, it will gain control of your whole being. Mm -hmm. It must be fed by the word of God. Yes. It it must express itself in action. Mm -hmm. Matthew 4 and 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. You see, the real man of whom he is speaking is your spirit. That's right. Your spirit hunger and your spirit needs are just as great as your mental or your physical needs. Your spirit must have the privilege of meditation in the word. Say that again. You must, your spirit must have the privilege of meditation in the word. And if it doesn't, your faith will be weak. It will never develop into a product of love. Because Galatians chapter 5 and verse 6 says, faith worketh by love. When you say your faith is not working, you are saying your love is not working. Faith worketh by love. You see how important today's lesson is? You can be healed finding out these truths. Psalms 107 and verse 20 says he sent his word and healed us and delivered us from our destruction. Come on, let's get this word and apply it to your present day situation. All right. Praise God. You must learn to feed upon it just as Jeremiah did. Jeremiah ate it. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah 15 and 16 says he ate it. Now you feed and exercise this new kind of love that has come into you by practicing it. The exercise makes it strong just as exercise makes your body strong. That's right. Colossians 3.16 says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly gaining the ascendancy over all your faculties. This love makes you gentle, just like Jesus. It makes you strong and vigorous, like the master. It makes you absolutely fearless in your walk with the Lord. Some people have imprisoned love. Yes. We We read recently of a father that locked his boy up in a garnet and kept him a prisoner until the child was nearly dead. True story. Hmm. How many have done the same thing to love? 
Yes. Love instead of letting have its letting have its perfect way and control, we have limited it. We have forgotten that love will make a man a success. That's right. It will put him over where nothing else would make him a victor. Love never fails. Mm -hmm. It is the master ruler. It will lead you out of selfishness, out of weakness and failure into the very strength and ability of Christ. There is no force in the world that it cannot dominate. That's right. It makes us want it. It makes us a blessing. It makes, it enables us to take Jesus's place. I have sometimes wondered what would happen if a man dared to go to the limits with love. Some have neglected it, acting like they did not have it, mm -hmm. utterly ignoring its very existence. And yet, they want the father's help in time of need. Yeah. Love must be enthroned in the heart. It must govern your life. As love takes over the kingdom of our spirit, then that wonderful passage in 2 Corinthians 5, 14 and 15 becomes a living reality. That's right. Praise God. For the love of Christ constraineth us, or for the love of Christ has gained control, has taken us over. Because we thus judge that one dead for all. Therefore, all die. Mm -hmm. And he died for all. Go ahead. I love that it has taken us over. Mm. Can you imagine what would happen if you let love take you over? Amen. Love is a dominator. It will dominate everything that does not relate to it. How about sickness and disease? See, you love your children. You wouldn't put cancer upon them to teach them something. Do you see what I'm saying to you? You wouldn't make them a diabetic to teach them something. But the love of God takes you over and everything that has you bound, have you sick, have you diseased, have you bedridden, because he loves us, he moves it. But now watch this here. You must receive his love. When you receive Jesus as Savior and Lord, you are receiving his love. For God so loved the world, remember that? That he gave. See, love is a giver, but it's a giver of good gifts. The Bible said every good and perfect gift comes from where? 
from the Father above. Well, sickness is not a good gift. Disease is not a good gift. Where did that come from? You got it right. Certainly did not come from God. God doesn't have any sickness or disease. If he wanted to put some on you, he would have to first steal it. And he's not a thief. In John 10.10, 10, it says, the thief, the devil, come to rob, steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come. So you can have what? Life and have it in abundance. Have it to the fold till it runs over. Are you listening to me? Love is a dominator. Let love take you over. You remember that, that, that old game? Uh, your kids, or maybe you even played before. Pac-Man. Love works like that. Love eat up all that stuff. It dominates it. It roots it out. It casts it out. Amen. All right. Paul's friend had challenged him. They said he was beside himself. Mm -hmm. But the love of Christ had so set him on fire that he was slowly burning up. Yes. His very being was saturated with the passion that drove Jesus to the cross. That's right. Now you can understand 1 Corinthians 10 and 24. It says, let no man seek his own, but each his neighbor's good. <clears throat> when love is at the, white, at the white heat, selfishness stops raining. What an unhappy thing it is for the selfishness, for selfishness, to have any part in the governments of this new creation. Selfishness is as deadly as poison. It is poison to the spirit. It is poison to the body of Christ. It causes practically all the diseases in the body. It is a strange thing how selfishness has never been feared by man. Mm. He fears it in the other man, but not in himself. That's right. It is the cause of all the wars that have come, of all the strikes, the battles between labor and capital, and the, and the strife in politics. That thing born in the garden has grown so mighty that it governs the nations of the earth. And love is the only thing that can destroy it. That's right. One man of God said about this in 1 John 4, 16, was one of the hardest scriptures that had that ever faced me. It didn't seem to me that I could ever enter into it. And it says, and we know 
and have believed the love which God had in our case. God is love. Mm -hmm. And he that abided in love abided in God. That's right. And God abided in him. Here are three great facts. First, I have come to believe in love. I believe it is best to let it govern my life. I have come to believe that it is the best method of ruling a home, a business, a government. Wow. Only a few folks believe in love. They believe in force. They believe in intrigue. They believe in sense knowledge and arguments. If in your heart you believe that the love way is best, then we should act on it. Not only mm -hmm. is it best, but it is your way. It is the way you're going to walk regardless of how anyone else walks. You're going to walk in love in the love way. And when you do, you will discover you are living in the love realm. Yes. Absolutely. Isn't that powerful? Amen. Think about it this way. In Great Britain, Prince William, from day one, he was born, they started training him. N not to think like you. not to walk like you, not to talk like you. When he was five years old, they were calling him master, prince, so forth and so on. That's how he was made to think, I'm a prince. They taught him one day when the Queen Elizabeth is gone, his father, Prince Charles, is gone, he would become the king. Well, you don't start preparing the king then. You prepare him before that. What am I saying to you? All his life, this has been going on. They've been preparing him. Again, he don't walk like us. He don't think like us. He don't talk like us. But they had to groom him into that. Here's what I'm saying to you. God had the same situation going on. If you are born again, you are born of God. Listen, you are in the kingdom of God. But now we know nothing about a king or the kingdom. 
here in America. That's not how we live. But you know what? When you find out who you are in Christ, what you have in him, who you are in him, and what you can do in him, you will reject sickness and disease. Amen. You reject it. You are a master. You are a dominator over it. Did you know that? How did you get there? Because of what Jesus did. The Bible said God sent Jesus to undo what the devil has done. I'm telling you, receive the word today. The word of God is a dominator. It's a healer. It's a deliverer. Get your mind renewed with the word of God. Don't let sickness and disease reign in your life. But you dominate it. Throw it out. What do you say, prophet? I think that's awesome. Because love is it's it's the root of everything. And when we find that things are not working in our lives, that's the first place we should start looking at our love walk. Because it's really the foundation of everything, as well as our healing. Mm. And so I, I agree with that. It's a wonderful teaching. Let love dominate you. For God so love, for God so love. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Therefore, if any man, any woman, any person be in Christ. Jesus, what is he? What is she? You are a new creature altogether. You are a brand new species of being. Old things are what? Passed away. Once you become born again, listen to me. Sickness and disease lost its grip on you. It's very weak. Now, what you want to do now is find out who you are in Christ. Start building your faith. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For my yoke is what? It's easy. What? My yoke is what? Easy. And my burdens are light. See? And you shall find rest. Not hardship, rest. In another place, Jesus said, my peace I give unto you, my peace I leave with you, not as the world give it you, but as I give it you. Peace. You are born again. You're supposed to have peace in every situation. Listen now, in every circumstance. You are to have what? Peace. The peace of God reside on the inside of you. Let it dominate today. 
Let the peace of God, if you were born again, whether you feel it or not, is there. Pay attention to words now. Whether you feel it or not, it is there. No, you are not healed because you feel healed. You are healed because he said you are healed. Not because you experienced it, but because he said it. Are you listening to me? Why? Because God can't lie. Because God can't lie. That's why you're healed. But so many people are trying to feel something. They're trying to feel healed. And my brothers and sisters, it just don't work that way. That's like saying uh, to the old time wood stove. Give me some heat and I'll give you some wood. No, no, no. Give that stove some wood first. And it'll keep that heat going. It'll supply the heat. It'll keep it going. But so many people have it the other way around. Well, Lord, if, if, if you heal me. See, he already told you he did. Why are you saying if? You see what I'm saying to you here? God love you. So believe the love. Receive the love. God love you so much, he don't want you sick. So he sent Jesus to take your disease, your sickness in his own body. Do you know that's what Jesus was doing when he went to the cross? God didn't want it in ours. So it was all laid upon Jesus. Amen.